0: Economy.
1: Dirty Who's. Cross-Atlantic nitpicking about Doctor Who.
2: From four grown adults who should probably know better.
0: From four grown adults who should probably be working.
3: We're not afraid to say it like it is. All
0: the word bollocks.
1: www.dirtywhores.com
0: Follow us on Twitter at Dirty Whores.
3: If you like that kind of thing.
0: Geronimo!
2: fantastic hell on cock with your hosts
1: number
3: one assistant Terry life Oolong Sputters Sputnik Resident Pixie Fuchsia Begonia
0: Lord President Sen
2: so here we are again, what an episode that was, A Good Man Goes to War, written by the Moffat, directed by Peter Hua, very nice name. Just before we start, let me just say I've got a stinking cold, so I'm covered up with drugs and cough tablets and things like that, so if my voice goes, can somebody else please just take over and herd everybody else with a stick, that would be great.
1: Have you been having lots of hot soup? No. <laughs> well, you should.
2: It's all right. Whiskey and Coke. Oh,
0: yes, fine. I'm of the firm belief that if you get the alcohol content high enough in your blood, you'll kill all the germs. Uh. I like that.
2: That's a good theory. Okay, so who else got goosebumps when they heard demons run when a good man goes to war? Night will uh. fall and drown the sun when a good man goes to war. Friendship dies and true love lies. Night will fall and dark will rise when a good man goes to war demons run but count the cost the battle's won the child is lost let's start from the beginning fuchsia give me a number 20 terry
1: you're gonna hate me i'm giving it a 10
2: Send 20 i too i'm gonna give it a 20 now interesting because the internet has been fucking alive with people going nuts on how much they enjoyed this and i think it's got some serious faults Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. agreed oh mm-hmm. good this is going to be an interesting podcast
0: well you worded it interesting, and you said that the internet is lit up with people who enjoyed it I really enjoyed it but that's not what our rating system is we're rating it on if we think it's a good episode not how much we enjoyed sitting and watching it we are rating it's prostitutable value exactly <laughs> just because she's fun to look at with a dress on there may be some frightening things underneath
3: I oh,
0: know hey, no, I've been there I lived in Leeds
3: <laughs> <laughs> surprise again
0: it was again the huge buildup from the Moff that could possibly alter the way Doctor Who needs to do storytelling in the future, which made for an awesome 45 minutes, but how is he going to deal with the consequences down the line? There were some character-defining things for the Doctor going on here, some potentially altering things for him. They stated very accurately that his character has changed significantly. For us, in the almost 50 years that Doctor Who's been on the air, we've watched this alien evolve into what he is today. They implied that he can't continue on this way. If he can't continue on this way, then that means show cancellation. Sorry, kids. This is who he is.
3: Where did they say he can't continue on this way? Oh, it's towards the end of the episode when Mm -hmm. River's giving him a bollocking that this is all your fault speech. At the moment, the word doctor means medic and wise man. But I think they're
2: right to do this for Doctor Who because Doctor Who has never been about just standing there and saying, hello, Stonehenge. Right, come and have a go if you think you're ardent." you're fucking not (laughs) are you that's not really Doctor Who and that's something that Doctor's become and I think this is kicking that back a bit actually so in many ways I'm feeling this might be something leading towards getting him back on track and being the Doctor that we
0: know a bit more carpet slippers maybe
1: (laughs) that would be nice that would sort of bummed out about the vicious Doctor
0: this manipulative Doctor this one who deliberately landed on a planet to fix something he knew was wrong ahead of time that was McCoy era that was a long time ago guys I was in middle school when McCoy was on the air. The Doctor has been evolving towards this through decades on the air and off the air. We even saw moments of that early on. I mean, Troughton had a couple of those moments and how far are we going back? If they're going to return his character to something else, are they going to return him to a doddering old grandfather who gets involved because someone twists his arm? Well,
2: I mean, look at it. Eccleston punching the gob and your lunch money. He
3: wouldn't, though. <laughs> That's the whole point. At the end of the day, he couldn't kill the Daleks and Rose had to. To do
2: it. He was a yeah, all... bark and no bite. He's always been like that. He's always been. If I touch these two wires to get the assistance, i always going, Come on, I'll have some Johnsons. Yeah. Come on. Curse of Fenric. Oh, yeah. The classic Trouton running around with a gun, shooting the living shit out of Ice Warriors. Even Davidson yeah. picked up a gun and shot a Cyberman.
3: The thing with the Davidson era was that everybody else was doing all the killing round him. Everybody ended up dead despite his best efforts. But this one, just to make a point, blew up the Cyberfleet. Yeah,
0: wasn't that cool? That
3: was a great, Rory scene.
0: But the Doctor always has played these games. I mean, heart Got married to get him and his friends out of a pickle. He potentially destroyed someone's life just to suit his own means. He's always been doing this crap. It's always for the greater good. The last episode we did, we talked a lot about this. A lot of
2: what we talked about actually turned up in this episode, too, including mm-hmm. one of Fuchsia's conspiracy theories. Well. I sighed on the inside, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna hit oh, the last no. of this, are we?
1: so many people were talking such outrageous theories and this was the more logical pedestrian theory
2: and in a way oh, because of that I kind of forgot about it
3: Rory's kid
0: did you feel like that oh oh is that it oh,
3: oh duh. as soon
1: as
2: we well, saw
3: the name sh- Melody Pond on the side of the cut it was like what, of the song."
0: as the canon shove it in your face member of this crew there is something else I'd like to point out you know Muffet plays the long game and you know that he really respects Doctor Who's history the Doctor's character has has to be leading towards the valley art, and we all know it. Mm-hmm. And you know that if Moffat is still in charge at the end of twelve, you know it will happen. At some point, this doctor is going to need to have his character purged because he is getting too dark. What he did to the cyber fleet was frightening.
1: There was no compassion, nothing that we saw on the screen anyway.
0: Well, there are two sides to what he did, though. First of all, he blew up a bunch of Cybermen. This is nothing new. But what's more frightening is that he knew they were there. For how many centuries has the Doctor allowed that particular cyber fleet to wipe out civilizations just so that he could pick the time to wipe them out? (laughs)
1: That's pretty interesting, yeah. Mm.
2: I thought it was nice that he made a real grand gesture, because Cybermen are devoid of emotions and fear and all that kind of thing, so it was such a grand gesture, such a punctuation of what Rory was saying, that it would have to be that big. All of
0: that stuff I found interesting, and it was cool. The reason for me the episode is a 20 is because it all felt so contrived, just like Muffet season-ender last year. I like the story. I enjoyed it. But once again, jumping through all of these hoops to sell a couple more action figures because we get a bunch of faces on screen, that bothers me.
2: Though interestingly, it was mostly the same faces. Yes. I mean, you know, we've seen that Santaran face before, played yes. with the Sontaran. We've seen that Silorian before. She played two different Silorians. I have a message and a question. A message from the Doctor... And a question from me. Where is my wife? Oh, don't give me those black looks. The 12th Cyber Legion monitors this entire quadrant. You hear everything. So you tell me what I need to know. You tell me now, and I'll be on my way. Uh, you have the wrong space station. The 12th Cyber Legion lives next door. Sorry.
1: I guess I was a little more bothered by some of these faults, so I gave it a 10. I compared it to the last two-parter, which maybe isn't fair because this is the first half of a two-parter, and it's hard to really fairly rate it because there's what feel like incomplete threads. The Cybermen thing, do you think that's going to continue on, or are they just completely
3: gone? No, he mentioned Cybermats. We haven't seen Cybermats. Right. That's got to mean right. something.
1: I guess it's the same problem I had with the Impossible Astronaut in that there was all these open open ended threads also there were some silly things that he throws in that just seemed pretty manipulative yeah. but I guess it's a TV series that's what you gotta do you're going for ratings at the same time I'm gonna say it was fun to see all those different yeah. characters I love the blue dude the blue dude's like my favorite dude there I'm so sorry to see him beheaded the lesbian couple the
0: oh the yeah but she was
1: awesome loved her and her partner very cute couple
0: and the gay um, soldiers everyone just reamed RTD whenever the slight mention of sexuality came into it. they Are going to keep their damn yap shut now that Moffat's doing it?
1: I have to say it bothered me because this is how many centuries in the future and it's still an issue that they have to crack Uh, that joke about gay people? I wouldn't have thought that they even have to mention that they're gay. No. Why is it even an issue? Why is it a joke anymore?
0: I I didn't get that. I think there was a point to this. The interspecies couple didn't make a big deal out of it, but the human couple did because guess what? what? We're humans. And we're bigots. That's what we do. And 50,000 years from now, humans will still be bigots. But the other races not so much.
1: Well, that bums me out. <laughs> I want to <laughs> well, imagine you that the are not bigots <laughs> in the far future. Whatever. Fuck
2: it. That's my <laughs>
1: own science fiction that I'm writing there,
3: I guess. <laughs> Did she just say um, she's writing slash fiction? No. Oh, science.
1: Oh, I um, bet
2: you that at least four of the characters in this turn up in some slash fiction.
3: Nick Briggs, if you're listening, can we have adventures with... Silurian lady and her sidekick please kicking us yes. yeah I'll lunch. go for that
2: not not thought, yeah no, that would be great
1: steampunk sci-fi Silurian with a big sword yeah <laughs> why did they get us invested in the portly dude if then they just turn him into a monk so, so that, he gave you, it off. You, yeah.
0: yeah right there's okay, some well, impact
1: that wasn't enough investment for me then
0: the whole point of the episode is the consequences of the doctor's actions and we're learning that these people that he believes by the wayside do have Lives. Interesting lives.
1: No, that soldier was gonna get his head cut off no matter what. He was gonna become part of the headless monks. So. Oh yeah. Headless monks were a little disappointing. Who yeah. was holding up their hoods, by the way? Did they just make an effort to make stiff hoods so that they could look like they had Oh I'm not even gonna complete that sentence? Oh
0: uh, which head was holding them up, yeah.
1: <laughs> <Bad> <laughs> I didn't go there. Sen did. <laughs> my one point is he's gonna rise higher than ever before and fall so much further. What? Did he really rise that high? and then fall it just wasn't that dramatic for me I didn't get that out of the sense. yeah it should have been more
2: he's going to look so awesome then he's going to look like a knob jockey yeah exactly yeah, right right <laughs> no,
0: he fell a lot farther in Genesis of the Dollar, and yeah. he's risen a lot higher many times before
3: yeah I don't think he's finished falling yet though
0: oh yeah I agree
1: hopefully he's going to fall further or else that whole poem is really kind of
3: lame <laughs> well, I mean the other problem with it as well is the little Silurian lady I think is it Varson or Varshtha or something She yeah. basically going oh yes we managed to do this without spilling a drop of blood yeah apart from the monk and the couple of soldiers that died yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah. oh but they killed each yeah.
3: other he turns
1: up and then runs away and then they all start shooting each other and it's like okay you didn't do that well, directly
0: yeah I think that's part of the point the doctor not appreciating the full impact of his actions he appreciates it
1: he's just choosing to ignore it he's not an idiot he's a
3: fucking time yeah, lord I think he he's blindsided that. to it though I mean this is what Davros was saying the fact that he takes normal people and turns them into weapons and soldiers.
2: And he's still
3: doing it. He's not changed.
2: He's always done that. He did it with Ace.
3: Hello, my name is Katie Manning, and I
0: love dirty hooves, but don't we all?
3: I enjoyed it. It was a bit odd the way it started with a comedy intro. That wasn't quite what we were expecting after last week but it has to be said it was mostly well done. I loved the Santaran dude. I was so pissed off they killed him as well because he was brilliant. Oh, I
2: brilliant. think we're going to see him again. All of a sudden see that war again.
3: That guy was just awesome. Possibly the most cringeworthy line in Doctor Who ever. I have been genetically spliced to oh. a oh, oh, needs- I can produce magnificent <laughs> quantities of lactic fluid. No. Rory just looks at him like... Flashback to Sputters' little cow avatar that he used to have. In <laughs> ah! third oh! Third <laughs> <gasps> oh no! Why did you bring that back into my head?
2: Me, <laughs> people still think of that whenever they see cheese. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I loved Mrs. Silurian. I thought she was fabulous. I so want her outfit. That was just gorgeous. I'd love to see more adventures with them in. There were bits I didn't like, though. The reveal of the Headless Monks. Oh, dear God. It just so looked like a latex prop. It was badly painted. It was really awful. They should have pulled the head back and cut away so you didn't actually see the damn thing. Or the Doctor should have been the first one they did it to. They should never have broken that mystery of what was under the hood because it spoiled it. I mean, you knew what wasn't there, but you didn't need to see a really dreadful latex prop to sort of snap out of the horror of it oh Danny boy turning up dear god oh um, Oh, yeah that uh, sucks why it was the same special effects shot from the original episode that they turned up in as well apart from sticking an asteroid in the way this time do you know
2: I was sat with my dad and my missus watching this and that happened and he turned around to me and he said is there anything I need to know to watch this episode my reply to him was have you got about 40 years and he went (laughs) probably not (laughs) (laughs) I went back to the episode
3: clunky dialogue side. River did do some beautiful reactions I mean her reaction when Rory comes out of the shadows it's the oh crap I thought you were dead I haven't seen you in ages reaction because I still say it's going to be him that she kills and okay we now know who River Song is but we still don't know who River Song is right. because why is she so upset about the doctor finding out who she is if that's all it is
2: spoilers
3: she seems really quite happy about the whole thing and from Alex Kingston's comments in the confidential there is definitely more to this than we've seen so. Mm,
2: so that was an interesting was little different comment, different. though, wasn't it? About mm. the crib, etc.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, wasn't I that know. crib
2: awesome, though? It, it was, was actually a Time Lord album. collar at the back. Yes! Wasn't that yes. great? Yes. And the
3: first thing I
1: thought of was Susan.
3: Yes. Well, she's it's Susan's so grandma, true. isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's right. Although the prof did have a particularly bizarre conspiracy theory about the fact that he's going to go back and find the little girl in 1963, only not so much a little girl anymore, and she's actually going to be Susan. Um, a lot of people I, suggested that the little girl might be Susan.
0: Well, I think uh, there was the comment made in the episode, can she even regenerate? Which, of Mm -hmm. course, we've seen her do. Well, I mean, canonically, you can
2: have the triple helix because that allows you to travel in time. And yeah, I get the whole picking that up from traveling in the TARDIS. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. I'm all right. But it doesn't mean you can regenerate. Now, regenerative energy, though, you can pass regenerative energy into something else. We've seen that. So if she's capable of receiving it, then who knows?
3: There has to be more to it. And we've wondered about whether the little girl that we've seen in the space. is River because River didn't seem to remember anything about it when she was examined. Now, maybe she lost a memory when she did regenerate. If it is her, maybe she's just an even better actress than we think she is. But that was a little strange. Like I said, we still don't know the half of it.
0: We still don't know who River kills. Is it her dad? Is it the doctor? Is it a character we haven't met yet just to screw with us?
3: Interesting thing we noticed when we were watching the credits, there's a little bit at the end where it's going on about Silurians created by Malcolm Hulk, Sontarans created by Bob Holmes. And then it says, Ood, and Jadoon created by Russell T. Davis and it's like hang on there weren't any Ood, Ood in that episode we oh, that were wondering fixed. whether because they've swapped the order of the stories round whether the Ood were involved and because they've changed things they've just sort of shoehorned the pirates in a bit because if you notice Avery only appears in that one shot never appears mm-hmm. with any of the other actors I liked seeing
2: Avery there though I thought that was quite nice I like the idea that he's out there in the ship kicking ass and if the Doctor gives him a call he goes, yeah we will bring the ship over don't. no problem huzzah <laughs> no sorry huzzah right. has- ar-
0: <laughs>
3: nice to see <laughs> that crap the tyros. medical hologram has managed to work out how to cure typhoid fever, though. Because I thought the whole point was that little kid boy couldn't actually leave the ship because otherwise he was going to drop down dead.
2: He was stood in the doorway of the, yeah, but the docking that wasn't bay.
3: Their ship. Oh, future. been.
2: Future pedantics not your job. Your job's to be slightly picky and very English. Pedantic is actually Sen's job. <laughs> Terry's flaky.
1: <laughs> and- <laughs>
2: Character, Fuchsia. Yes, same character.
0: God, Fuchsia. <laughs> I think, however, Fuchsia's role is that when it comes to being pissy about something oh, that so it supersedes fun. all else. Yeah, she's like <laughs> weapons grade pissy.
3: Weapons <laughs> grade thank you. Spell it right.
2: Somebody call for a nurse. Will I
0: live? Of course you will, my boy. You'll be up and around in no time. And perhaps one day, you and I shall meet on the field of battle, and I will destroy you for the glory of the Sontaran
2: Empire. Can I have a second opinion, please? For me, you could sum up how I felt about this in the last five seconds when I found out that the next episode is going to be called Let's Kill Hitler. Because I was sat there with my dad, and this is the second Doctor Who that my dad and I have to sat down and watch since I was about 12. And something inside me just cringed. And I found myself thinking throughout this episode, and don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it the second time I watched him. I don't usually watch the new episodes twice, to be fair, because I'm saving them for my retirement. Uh, (laughs) What? Think about it. Do it. Save some episodes don't watch a couple and then later in life you can watch them oh brilliant for me it felt like a Russell T. Davis episode it felt very contrived as Sen said there was loads of shit crowbarred in there there were all the aliens and stuff and bits and pieces that we wanted to see but even still I I didn't see the baby turn into goo and that made me go oh that's fucking dark and I'm not a parent but I got a little nephew who's really small and holding a kid in your arms and you're going fuck me that's gotta leave (laughs) you some scars I mean you know it's gotta leave you some scars being ginger but I mean real scars (laughs) I'm just saying uh, I love the the fact that the doctor was fucking hardcore in the background and he was angry in this one and i thought he played it great in the last episode that we recorded i was very down on matt smith's ability to play angry but i thought he was very good in this
0: i would like to point out he's getting better at playing angry every time he does it which implies that it's being done on purpose H-I-T-L-E-R, driving down the streets in the fancy
2: My name is A, and I'm back in command, cause I'm the
0: illest representing Deutschland.
2: I hated the Danny Boy shit. That just made my flesh crawl. Yeah. But seeing Neve McIntosh there as another Silorian and seeing mm-hmm. the guy who played score Strax, was really nice. And because they were the same actors, that fitted for me. Loved seeing Rory in his armor. The Headless Monks we've heard mentioned before, because they are in the Delirium yeah. archive, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And you got the Kid, the Averys. Great. But then, basically, they did the big reveal in the first five minutes.
0: Yes. I think we betrayed our rating system here. Because isn't that the very devil Definition of a really bad whore?
3: <laughs>
0: Maybe, yeah. Little things annoyed me, like calling that
2: last bucket. Why is she I called bucket? There's no reason that. for that. She's not even getting her own action figure. Come on. I like the way that you said, yeah, we were running. We were running and, yeah, no, it's all right. Dime moments. It's okay. I'm here for you. I'm here. Yeah, You're brilliant. Who the fuck was she? And that was actually She's nice.
1: From the future, yes. Bet, I mean. Yeah, probably. So he just has to play along. And
3: but apparently then again, he's only going to meet her for 30 seconds. But then again, it's like there are that many people. He's not going to remember them all. He that, doesn't what, go back she, and look at his past companions who he spent months and years traveling with. Uh, ah, but that's because
2: he can't, because it cuts him off, doesn't it?
3: And he also did say himself. I remember everyone. That's what he's saying to a dying girl to comfort her, so that she doesn't think that he hasn't got a clue who she is. I'm not sure that's I mean, necessarily true. Boy
1: and the doctor lies, right? When he said, that's my crib, it was for me. Yeah, you own it. Okay.
2: Yeah, he was a bit cagey around it. I didn't get the oh, bit where she so said, cool. you know what this is, and he was reading the Gallifrey and symbols, and then realised it was her, and then, well, how come Well, you I think it's her? the
3: family name. has got
2: nothing to Smith do with it. Mm. If that's his crib. It it's it's got, is. its it got anything to do with him. Say it's the family name's Smith. Her family yeah. name's Bond.
3: You know, you don't just have it completely carved. Maybe there's other bits that have been added. Yes, it might be
0: his.
2: But but he's, he's just got it there. out and put a
0: baby in to it. There's no way it's going
3: to
1: have her name on it. Uh, Okay, robot.
0: Doctor walks in, walks out in a new costume, walks in, walks out in a new costume. He could have been in there for a week. We know that he can screw with time inside the TARDIS like that. No, horseshit. It was just bad continuity.
3: But if she is Susan's grandmother, he can carve extra decorations on the side of a crypt. Just because it's his does not mean that he will not have added stuff to it for his own kids and his own grandchildren.
2: Just a minute. Where did this Susan's grandmother horseshit come from? Fuchsia Begonia. She's as mad as a tractor, but we're going to humor her.
1: It's Fuchsia's Crazy Who Conspiracy Theory. You
3: know, that's about 20 minutes
2: ago. Yeah, and I didn't reply because I was thinking, then what the fucking hell are they talking about? He
3: was there when he got married as a young man. It wasn't River Song. You don't know that. She can regenerate, oh, we think. And change her name and lie to him? Hang then, look, you uh, agreed with me 20 minutes ago that she could be Susan's I grandmother. I did, then I kept
1: shut because other people were talking, but I thought about what you
2: If you surprise <laughs> Terry with anything, she'll agree with you. It
1: also, takes me minutes for my brain to kick in, okay?
2: Where's this whole Susan's grandmother come from? Come on. Explain Just justify that. yourself, small winged one.
1: Well, Why not?
2: <laughs> because it doesn't make any sense.
1: How could he as a young man marry River Song? She wouldn't tell him her real name, so she lies about her name she's married to him they have a family they eventually have grandchildren and he still doesn't know it's her
0: i don't necessarily know that i agree with fuchsia on this but i can see a way in which it could happen and i think you guys are excluding the time travel possibilities that we now have with a doctor not bound by rules
1: okay blow my. Mind.
0: he sleeps with riversong which well you're too far away although maybe you can reach that far i don't know the doctor sleeps with riversong which has been drilled into our heads that that is going to happen at some point. They have a child. No, it's not going to happen. i just say I agree. I'm just laying out the possibility for this being possible. The only safe place the doctor could take this child, maybe something happens that he doesn't believe that he could defend it because, wow, everyone would want to get their hands on that kid, would be to take it into Gallifrey's past and give it to himself.
2: I hear you, but if this ever happens, I swear now, hand on heart, I will never watch anything past the Eccleston years again, and Doctor Who, new Doctor Who, will be dead to me.
1: Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, then the Hartnell Doctor will remember <laughs> the future Doctor showing up and giving him the baby, so he would still know.
0: Why? The Sixth Doctor didn't remember meeting the Second Doctor. They don't remember those things most of the time.
3: Oh, that's pretty weak. I, I agree. Or the easy I option agree. is that they're going to have kids. They're just going to restart the whole Time Lord race between them.
2: I think Moffat's got enough respect for Doctor Who history and to not touch that with a 10-meter cattle broad.
3: He wanted the Time Lords back, and RCD yeah. screwed him over it. No, he
2: didn't. I could flange the Time Lords being back for you in 20 minutes. Bubble universe, E-space, exactly. I mean, how- Romana on the end of everything, built yes. this is set up a new... Oh, come on, it's a piece of yes. piss.
1: How much easier yeah. could it be? They could be in an alternate universe, or whatever, he finds a way to defeat the Daleks, so he unlocks the Time Lock and kills the Daleks off, the Gallifreyans rebuild, the end.
2: Yeah, well, we've never argued as much about anything... (laughs) I love it it's great that's great
1: it's Fuchsia's Crazy Who Conspiracy Theory
2: okay back to my review thing I did enjoy it and I really enjoyed it at the second watch and if you've only watched it once I'd say give it a second watch and I would love to have some audios with the two Lipstick Silorian lesbian things mm. oh, That's great. Mm-hmm. and you know get some Jago and Lightfoot in there as well because she'd kick ass I think it was a bit of a waste of a throwaway line with Jack the Ripper though I've been waiting for a Jack the Ripper episode of Doctor Who for you yeah. know
3: no eight. I'm really glad they've I never did. gone there I I'm just the so I'm so it. Now the doctor can't go discover Jack the Ripper.
2: Or oh, the doctor can't be Jack the Ripper because he's killing people that then change back into humans because oh. they're like <laughs> killing loads of other people. I always thought of this as a potential <gasps> story <gasps> for myself. Exactly. So the doctor turns oh, out to be Jack the Ripper. Exactly. Wasted. Gone. Blown that one.
1: Why didn't they consult you? God
2: damn it. They should. I'm available online. You can get me through the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> right here.
0: Oh god. Uh, you couldn't even fit through a TARDIS doorway with that ego.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sputters- it's, you know, it's bigger
0: on bigger on the inside,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can I for a second say my favorite part of the show was really probably not anybody else's but I loved Rory and his Roman outfit at the very beginning giving the Cybermen hell. That was lovely. Thanks for that. Did she already say that once?
2: Yeah, several times. <laughs> um, I think she drinks a lot before these. Well, you we have to. Hey,
1: do I'm not drinking. Through. This is natural me being fucked up there.
0: I did love that scene. The little kid in me just went bonkers about Rory delivering the message. That was so neat. How However, shouldn't the TARDIS have better sensors than a cyber ship? If the Cybermen could find Demon's Run, why the hell couldn't the Doctor?
2: Yeah, I liked that. that it felt really contrived. It felt very RTD. Let's cram as many aliens into the last mm. one as we can. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that bad. You've been scanning this sector for blah, blah. I'll nah, go on, lay off. And also, it made me think of the Doctor Who experience, because there's a bit in the Doctor Who experience on the bridge of a Dalek ship, and it kind of made me think of that. And I was like, hmm, go on, all right, in I'll lay off.
1: I liked that the Cybermen were standing around that, it's not a fireplace, whatever, they're little data. What? What?
2: Excellent. And it, what, remark- the coffee table. it
1: reminded me of that old episode, was it Earthshock? I can't remember. Yes, it
2: is. There- Excellent. Yeah, this one always interferes. And it-
1: <laughs> yes, and it gives them the hologram of the Doctor's faces and stuff. I just had a flashback to that
2: episode. Oh, back in the days when Cybermen actually had bollocks under all that armor.
3: Yeah, you look at their little symbols. They're not Cybers Industries. They don't have the sea.
2: Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah.
3: So are those Mondasian Cybermen? Are they proper ones now? Now. Yes, yes. God damn
2: interesting. it. Well, I posted something on our Facebook page. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's also some interesting symbols when it pans around from the baby and first says Melody Pond on the side. If you notice that the first symbol is an uppercase Omega. second is, And the next I, one is mm, bye. Oh. Yep. It's on the Facebook page if you want to check it out, folks. And while we're speaking about the Facebook page, if I may, hello to Mr. Whiting and hello to Joe again and hello to Keith and hello to everybody. Hello to hello everybody else who've been awesome and really been supporting the facebook page it's not a lot of people but we're up to 105 now and that's really cool and you know we love the fact that people like to talk there so get over there and have a chat hello annabeth hello richard hello the other richard hello nigel hello trevor thank you very much for posting cool
3: so, are we going to do favourite quotes?
2: I'm going to go for whatever Rory said where it was. Do I yeah. have to repeat myself?
3: Yes, yeah, would you like yeah. me to repeat the question? Same here. Good men don't need rules. Today's not yes. the day to find out why I have so many of them. Yeah. Cool. I'm not a good man, which is why I have rules.
0: Bringing in all the other people like they did felt very contrived. However, it did allow something pretty neat exposition-wise. The companions have always been in Doctor Who to explain shit to us. You know, they are everyday dumb human human's window into this Time Lord's life. Mm-hmm. But with all these other people in the story, the companions didn't need to be that. And Rory got to be an essential badass plot element. Someone else could do the exposition. We didn't need him to do that because we had all these other, by the way, fully legitimate companions because they traveled in the TARDIS.
3: <laughs> I liked the juxtaposition of Rory and Strax. When yeah. Strax was dying, Rory says to him, oh, but you're a warrior. I said, no, I'm not. I'm a nurse because yeah. it's the exact mirror of Rory yes. Rory was the nurse and now he's the warrior and at least he's he got still, to be more oh, of a character God. this week because he was so bloody wet in the last two hey,
2: to be honest I he's like a great him. character and everything why haven't the fucking, they given them an action figure yet yeah we
3: Roranicus. need the last centurion Roranicus.
2: you done <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay so that's the end of the season just a quick question what
0: did you think to the season huh? it's had
3: its highlights and it's had its lowlights on the whole so far I would have to say not as good as last series
0: so? I'm going to say the complete opposite. (laughs) There's a surprise. I didn't like how Muffet handled the story arc premise last season. It felt to me like he took a bunch of standalone episodes, many of which were very good, and after the fact ejected in 30 seconds of story arc into each one. This season feels much more like a single story that's being flushed out one episode at a time, and I really like that. Not all of the episodes are great, but I really respect how he's committing to a bona fide arc, and I think it's working. Well, I
2: I don't mind it being split up into two parts at all. Oh, I uh, fucking hate that. I don't yeah, mind. I've got more Doctor Who coming in September. That's fine for me.
0: You know what? If this were an American show and there were 22 or 26 episodes, I would be much more in favour of this. But seven episodes in, it's just started to hit its stride. And now we dumps this.
2: Yeah, perhaps so. But if it was an American show and it was 22 episodes, I'd just download it all in one go. <laughs> that's the fact.
3: You know, you do have mid-season hiatuses and you have your sweeps weeks and you have shows getting renewed way through who literally like two episodes ahead so they have to keep having breaks you know Castle being a case in point where they show repeats because they haven't actually finished making the new episodes yet
2: I don't have a problem with that but I, I agree with Fuchsia much as it pains me to my very <laughs> core but it's just not as strong as the last season the doctor mm-hmm. isn't as strong as the last season he's not as good a doctor hmm. there you go
1: I'm kind of on the fence because I can't judge this season yet I've only seen half of it
2: look at it as a half season well, what do you think? there's
1: so many incomplete storylines I'm sorry but I am still disturbed by those first two episodes
2: of the season.
1: In some ways, I love it better and in other ways, I think it's much worse. I'm still thinking of that Vincent Van Gogh episode was just really so awesome. Then there's the victory of the Daleks, which was a piece of crap and I haven't seen anything that bad yet.
3: Although this is the thing that's worrying me about who the hell are they going to get to play Hitler? Because Hitler has to turn up now. Because if the title is Let's Kill Hitler and Hitler's not in it, that's going to be really, really irritating. And he better not be another clown
2: Clown. I think that's going to be some sort of esoteric thing. Yeah, have you noticed how much they're mentioning clowns and balloons?
3: That's what we oh, were wondering. Where the balloon for the kid came from? Was yeah. that sister of wine's balloon that he's just had hanging around since he jammed her in the mirror?
2: No. Have you not seen the stills of the clown sat really sadly on yes, a bed holding that's a balloon? Right. No. I fucking hate clowns. They're the worst <laughs> of Satan. When I was a kid, I was four <laughs> years old, and I went to the circus, and I got pulled out of the audience. I shit you not, right? And they made us do a forward roll and a backward roll, and I could do the forward roll. I was four years old. I I couldn't do the backward roll in front of an entire fucking audience he hit me with a rolled up newspaper until I could do a backward roll I fucking hate <laughs> clowns they are shit smelling they're just not funny What <laughs> the fuck kidding is funny me? About a clown. I'm not kidding you that's not funny that's fucking no. tragic that's just sad are
1: you serious he did that yeah, yeah he what hit me with a fucking roll up asshole
2: a backward roll. anyway a <laughs> my phobia of clowns
1: started
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't get why people like clowns I just don't they're, they're not funny
1: yeah it's someone like, with a crazy blasted smile on their face that's not good
2: it's a great icon for creepiness because mm, Moffat yeah. really likes taking things like statues and things that are just around us and turning them into something sinister and clown it's
3: already been done in the Sarah Jane adventures though they had that whole two-parter with the evil clown who was the Pied Piper of Hamlet
2: they did and it's about oh. clowns got their comeuppance in Doctor Who <laughs> <laughs>
3: Dun, dun, dun.
2: <laughs> All right, guys, so are we done? Are we happy? Are we yeah, vented? I think so. Yes. I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a short hiatus. The Prof very kindly is going to write this for us, but obviously he's a busy man. Prof is actually a human being. So they say.
3: Allegedly.
2: Allegedly. Um he's a
3: hobbit, actually.
2: There is something hobbity about him, isn't there? And he does look a little bit like Colin Baker, but it's not his fault. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, no, I think he's a lot better looking than Colin Baker.
2: There's fucking walls better looking than Colin Baker, though, isn't there? Colin
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Baker's lovely. Leave him alone. I
2: know, but he's not the most attractive guy in the world. Do you know, my dentist... I posted this to Twitter and said, my dentist looks like a cross between Christopher Biggins and Colin Baker, and someone instantly replied, what, he's a bit chubby in camp? <laughs> okay, so we're going to take a little break, and we're going to be back in a few weeks with a tribute episode to the lovely Liz Slayton, and... And a tribute episode to the one and only Brigadier himself, Nicholas Courtney. We're not going to be taking a look at special episodes. We're going to be talking about what the guys meant to us. Everybody else has reviewed episodes, but that's kind of not what we're about because that involves like some effort. So,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> should we say our goodbyes? <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.
0: Bye.
1: Where
2: Bye. Right. you? Yeah, fuck off, cat. No, oh, that's my notepad, aren't you? <gasps> <Shit. laughs> Oh, God. Why don't you fucking come in a dry version? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: You've been listening to
2: The Dirty Hoers Doctor Who Podcast
0: Follow us on iTunes or at dirtyhooers.com.
3: Find us on Twitter at DirtyHoers
2: See you next time Just a quick question, what did you think to the season? Terry go first.
1: Oh.
2: Terry? Do we Terry. lose?
1: What else go first? I just put some chocolate in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs>